scratch and smooth. It's Monty from Monty & Co here. You're listening to SNS Online with that cheeky chappy, Nick Randall. But I'm taking over the show. Ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> yes, well, we'll see about that, Monty. Nick Randall here, ready to talk all things Monty & Co, the soon-to-be online children's programme from the makers of ITV's Pipkins. Oh, yes. So in the studio, I'd like to introduce to you Gail and Co, BAFTA award-winning scriptwriter, Writers Guild chair and SNS returnee Gail Renard, and the very important Co being actor, voiceover artist, puppeteer, puppet coach, and the voice of Captain Black, off of Captain Scarlet himself, Mr Nigel Plaskett. I think we should have a round of applause here. First of all, I just want to say, uh, Gail, how were last night's Writers Guild Awards? You're looking slightly pale and interesting, but I think you had a good night. <laughs> it was a very, very good night. Writers are a great company. And actually, the great thing about a writing writing awards is they write very good thank you speeches. <laughs> <laughs> They're never stuck for something to say. Excellent. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll try to treat you very gently tonight. Let's talk about Monty & Co., this amazing, soon-to-be-seen preschool online series with uh, an array of wonderful characters. Nigel, how did all this start? Um, we got together some time ago to try and investigate the possibility of reviving Pipkins. That didn't happen because of various rights issues. So we moved forward. Um, the five of us that have got together, that's Gail, myself, Susan Pleat, who is one of the original writers and co-creator, uh, Robert Taylor, who is our lawyer, and Paul Germain, who makes puppets. Uh, the five of us have got together to do this. And so we had the energy and enthusiasm for uh, doing this. And we thought, well, as we've been presented with a brick wall here, we'll move forward and do something ourselves. So that's how Monty & Co was born. Also, if I may say, it was born out of friendship because we all did Pipkins 40 years ago. Yes. And the nice, well, almost 40 years ago, it was prenatal. I used to go home from school to do it, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, it was the first thing we all ever did, and it was it was great because we stayed friends, and we wanted to work together again. Yes. And to be honest, we wanted to do something new because mm. it's it's not great to rehash something that's been done before as well. Mm. So uh, we all got together and thought of an original new series for a new generation, which is Monty & Co. I'm Monty, the star of my brand new series, Monty and Co. And let's just say that obviously Pipkins ran for 10 years, so you guys are really experienced at d delivering um, high quality content for children. Oh, bless you. Yes, and we've done a lot of other. We, well, we, ha we haven't stopped since. Yeah, between we've us, we've, we've carried on working more or less in that same market, or sometimes going to different things, but yeah. a lot in the same market. Mm, I mean, absolutely. Nigel and Paul have worked on the Muppets and Avenue Q and. And monkey, yes. PG Tips monkey. You trained the Avenue Q puppeteers, apparently. Yes, I did. Well, uh, through working for the Jim Henson Company, who made the Muppets, I got in touch with um, Sesame Street and I worked for Sesame Street and through contacts there. Eventually, when Cameron McIntosh brought the show to London, he asked me if uh, I would uh, train the puppeteers to use the puppets. Um, and that's what I've been doing now for 10 years. Amazing. It's, it's, it's a fantastic show, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't seen it, I don't know if it's still floating around in, in some parts of the world. It's but, taking uh, a rest at the moment. It's having, but, having a little rest, yes. but I'm sure we'll come back it to will it sometime. Will. And I was going to say, Nigel started by trying to train the puppets, but then he discovered it was easier to train the puppeteers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'd also add that 
Robert Taylor, who you introduce as our lawyer, and he is, and he'll sue you for that. Uh, he's also the only lawyer who's written Chuckle Vision. Chuckle Vision, yes, absolutely. The Chuckle yes. Brothers. So, yes, that's yes, fantastic. That's where we're, we met we're, as well. We're pretending Robert isn't here. He's actually in the, the cheap seats in the background, just watching at the moment. So he's just he's just he's nodding and waving. But uh, <laughs> lawyers are very serious like that, aren't they? Yeah, so. He'll applaud at the right moment. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, I've been looking through all this. Uh, each episode is supposed to be a, a mini drama, fifty episodes, eleven minutes each. I mean, this is a huge. Uh, a project over a five-year period. You're going to have a website, um, apps, and all the rest of it. Have you actually made an episode yet to see what it looks like? Well, we did a promo, but we have a pretty good idea because uh, most of the scripts are written for the first lot, uh, about 40 of the scripts, and the puppets are all made which is incredible. The puppets. Can I just um, say mm. how amazing the puppets are? Because we're so used to watching... I mean, my partner's um, nephews uh, are of the age where they watch things like um, uh, the, the new Thunderbirds and all the rest of it. And it's all very exciting. But it's just a bit... It's, I want to see real, like, spitting image. I, that Newsoids thing, which is perfectly OK. I want to see the puppets. I want to see... And the quality of these puppets are phenomenal. Well, Paul Germain. Yeah, Paul has made a wonderful job of uh, creating these puppets and um, he's used different techniques for all of the characters so they all have a slightly different look about them but uh, they're all animals, basically animals and uh, that's the exciting thing about them. I think, yes, it's it, you can see them, you can see pictures of them on our website which is uh, montyandco.co.uk. Well done. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, Monty, I couldn't decide if Monty was a, uh, a bunny or possibly a kangaroo, so He's I got a bit wallaby. confused. Well, he, a, wallaby a wallaby, even. <laughs> it's like calling Hartley Hare a rabbit. <laughs> it's not a rabbit. Okay, whoops, sorry. <laughs> hence, hence Hartley Hare was the clue in the title. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> what do you call a queue of rabbits hopping backwards? A receding hairline. Oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Let's talk a little bit more about the the episodes, making the actual episodes themselves. Well, it's because you were saying, I mean, it's a big job, but I think that's where the future of television is lying, which is online, because Absolutely. more and more, whether it's the Netflixes or the Amazons or whatever, and we wanted to take control of our work because, you know, did you, I mean, we've all worked for BBC and ITV and loved it, but you, you don't want to wait around getting a nod for, you know, waiting for a couple of years to get a nod to do 10 episodes. And, uh, I mean, we've been working on this for the last two years. Mm. And uh, the internet is a hungry beast. Absolutely it is, And, yeah. you know, we will be feeding it mm. regularly. Feed me. <laughs> so we'll feed it regularly. But it's exciting. I'm just looking at your um, uh, PDF uh Documents, shall we say? Uh, kids love television, watching over six billion hours a year in the UK alone. My God, that's a, that's an awful lot of TV. So, and yes. growing, yes, that's the fastest that's growing. That's not one market. kid. That's, <laughs> one. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> so let's go through the actual characters then. I just adore them all. Let's talk about all the little idiosyncrasies, etc. And who came up with the ideas? Well, Monty, how do we describe him? He's melodramatic, egocentric, very, very sensitive. He's a diva. Okay, he's a diva, but he's got a heart of gold, and he learns. He does learn, but it is Monty and Co, <laughs> and he knows it. There's Eddie. Eddie is the elephant. He's a small blue elephant. Oh, he's an elephant. Okay, he an elephant. sorry, I, I get confused about these things because I wasn't sure if he, um, he was because um, he's got very small ears. It's sort of like reverse yes, Dumbo. Really. He is. Yeah. Yes, and he, blue as well. Very blue. blue. He is blue. I think the blue is the major difference for elephants. <laughs> yes, I suppose. So. And he's the inventor in the in the series, really. Um, and then there's Lulu, uh, who's a, a bear. She's a teddy bear. She's the 
baby of the family. Mm. She's the youngest. She's mischievous. Uh, she's probably the most intelligent of the lot, right. even though she's the baby. She's a clever little well, she's lady. she's a lady, obviously. So exactly. I, I get, I get uh, we have uh, Gabriella, who's a flamingo, and she's a little eccentric, and uh, she's a singer and a dancer. She was in cabaret in her time, but has now retired <laughs> and is dressing the windows at Monty & Co. Yes, but she misses, she misses being one of the chorus line of the flying flamingos, the dancing flamingos, I yes, would say, and she dreams of the time that they'll reunite. It's poignant, really. <laughs> I love it, uh, I love it. Then we have Grandmother Clock, who was a rather well-travelled hippie, hippie in her day, <laughs> yes. probably on the Marrakesh Trail. Now, what's for, what's for robot? Uh, robot is Scraps. Oh, Scraps is brilliant. Yes. Scraps is my favourite. It's it's, oh. it's it's very sort of steampunk. It is yeah. exactly the way Paul described it oh. when he made it, and um, and he is the kind of workshop helper for Eddie, the inventor. He's developing as we go. You know, he's a character. Actually, he's a character that Paul made because he wanted to make a robot. Uh, and we decided, yes, it would be good to include something like that in the mm. show because it's, you know, it's such an attractive uh, character. Yeah, absolutely. He, yeah, he only communicates with beeps and noises and signals. Ah, oh, right. Like a lot of people I know. <laughs> 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 but is it Jack and Jeff? Are we, we, we... Oh, no, Jack in the Box. Oh, Jack oh, in sorry. the Box, even. Jack in the Box. Okay. Yeah, he's 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 our uh, sort of roving reporter. He <laughs> he takes us off around the world, so we can see various things by the magic of television. So yeah, he's our roving reporter. Uh, Jeff is now actually Sam. That's uh, now he, he's morphed into Sam. Sam is our human character in the series. Oh, you have a human character. We do have a human character. Uh, played by anybody in particular? Not at the moment. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'll give you my details. After. Okay. Fine. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> available for weddings by mitzvah, something season or whatever. What's it? What instrument do you play? Um, a, a kazoo. Oh. Well, okay. <laughs> he, is a, he is a musician who can play everything. Oh, okay. Except right. a kazoo. <laughs> we just dub it on afterwards. No, perhaps not. Okay. Well, that's part of it because the great thing about doing a puppet series is you can sell it around the world and not only to dub it, but as Nigel found out when doing Sesame Street, you can film it in what's called a modular fashion so that we can lift out the presenter yes. from the English series and just bring a presenter over from anywhere in the world. Yeah film his his scenes and you know you have your own local series that's that's absolutely brilliant and i i, I would have thought that would be the way forward rather than just dubbing something i always find watching uh, children's programs dubbed which i used to watch a lot in the 70s, really? 70s like the flashing blade oh, etc well, yes. I mean, it was always slightly disconcerting as if i put something in my in my orange juice or something, you know? i think in the uk that's particularly relevant because we didn't we don't really we aren't used to using dubbing no, here no. whereas on the continent and other places they see a lot of dubbed films okay but it's great because, you know, there's such a, a booming market and China and India, you know, China especially are very into English children's shows because mm, mm. they want their little ones to learn English and advance and all the rest. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a different world to when we started doing children's shows. Yeah, absolutely. Scratch and sniff. You're listening to Gail Renard and Nigel Plaskett on SNS Online. And don't forget, if you want to comment on this or any other show, then please like our Facebook page, SNS Online, or Twitter, SNS Online, at Scratch and Tweet, or email us on snsonlineshow at gmail.com. All shows are free and downloadable by searching on SoundCloud for, wait for it, wait for it, SNS Online. I hope you're taking all this down. Scratch and Sniff! with Nick Randall.
so we'll be broadcasting this through an app and yeah. uh, it's a subscription service so it's a very low cost subscription you know and uh, broadcast through an app and it will be worldwide from day one so we can uh, we'll go on the app store everywhere so presumably you're cutting out an awful lot of costs by doing it this way I, I, are you well ultimately i think initially there's going to be some expense yeah. but once we get once going it's established, once it's established yeah. yes we we don't have any of the mm. broadcast costs that the broadcasters have absolutely and the, the beautiful thing about not doing it for a broadcaster is that we own the show we own the ip yeah. so we don't have to clear anything to do anything anywhere yeah, and that includes merchandising and books and merchandising music. as well i mean they are fantastic characters very colorful I mean, I would we, want a little Monty. We did it without a thought when we actually <laughs> made the characters. <laughs> I always said we should be honest and name one of the characters merchandising. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, as you said, it's a it's a new thing. The sort of crowdfunding. You want people to invest money. I mean, are you looking for big investors, or if say somebody like me gave a couple of hundred quid or something? I mean, would I be in? Would I be in on the profits? <laughs> Everyone, because yeah, you anybody who it, it starts at twenty five pounds uh, for you know, and you're buying shares in the company. So yes, and we're we're hoping you know that's our plan to uh, you know make money for everyone. We're doing this through Crowd for Angels, which is a, an equity investing site, and they have a website at crowdforangels.com. Uh, which is CFA, is it? No, crowdforangels.com. Oh, um, Can you say that one more time? Crowdforangels.com. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. Anyway, um, um, and they are uh, putting the site up, which should be live now. So um, if you go to crowdforangels.com, you'll see us there. And yes, you can invest from £25 upwards. So big investors are just as welcome as the small. And have there been any big fish sniffing around so far? Or is it it's a bit too early to ask? No, we have had some initial investment already. So uh, it's exciting. Is there a template for something similar to this that has been a success so far uh, when you've you created your whole business plan? Yeah, I don't think Go there on. is really. There's no there's no one that's done exactly what we're doing. There are there are services out there for children and preschool children, but generally speaking, they offer uh, pre-existing material that they've been licensed to the um, to the sites. And those are our kind of only competition that we can see at the moment. But nobody, as far as we know, is doing original material in this way. And the only place you'll be able to see Monty & Co in its complete form is through the app. This is so bold. And, and the fact that you're the first, and it's fantastic. And presumably, if it all kicks off, which, which it should do, and be very successful, then people are going to be following you. How, how amazing oh, would that be? Oh, well, yeah. that's a nice thought. But that's, that's what we would like yeah. to think, you know. And maybe we'll do other things as well. So, you know, that's our intention at the moment is to focus on uh, Monty at the moment. But then uh, gradually we're going to be uh, spreading and uh, doing more out there, doing other things. So, Nigel, apparently you know these puppets quite intimately. Are any of them around to say hello to us? Annoyingly, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh... Hello. Hello, I'm Monty. Hello, Nick. Hello, Monty. Yes, you know me, don't you? Yes, yes, I'm very very well, thank you, Nick. <laughs> so how are all your friends, Monty? Oh, well, they're back at the uh, Monty and Co, you know. Yes, they're, um, they're, uh, they're snail. Yes, snail. I brought snail with me, actually. Oh, hello, dear boy. Hello, Nick. How are you? Oh, lovely to see you. Um, so that's the main two. It, okay. Those are the main two, but we're, we're still debating whether snail will sound like that or not. Everybody wants me to do it like that. I rather fancy doing it French. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
so Eddie, the blue elephant with the small ears, um, very Wombles-esque, I think, in terms of likes to collect rubbish but makes something of it, and you know, in, in a sense, very educational for children in in a world where there's you know so many plastic bags are killing animals and all the rest of it. Uh, will there be quite a lot of educational stuff in the actual scripts uh, as well? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. one of our themes is recycling. So uh, that's part of the show. Is that the the idea is that people bring things into the shop and we recycle them into using them into other things. That's part of it, uh, but a lot of it is about relationships. How you get on with other people, how you live together, the highs, the lows of relationships. A lot of that is that sort of education. We'll also be going around the world, going outside, as I said, with uh, Jack, um, and so there's a little bit of education there. The app will feature at least six games, which will be educational games. So this is they will be connected in some way, linked to Monty and Co. with the characters in these games. So yes, we're kind of educational and entertainment. Edutainment, I think, is, <laughs> is the horrible word. That's and, and remind me the age range of the show. It's preschool, but okay. as we found, I mean, preschool's up to five normally, but as we found with Pipkins and other shows we've done. It, you know, if you do it properly, it appeals to everyone. There's something for everyone. Because Five to 105. I was going to say, yeah. are people a little bit older allowed to watch? <laughs> well, we had more students watching Pipkins and all the rest, and older because parents have to watch it and enjoy it too. So it's nice to, you could, you know, you really can pitch to the whole audience. Uh, and the nice thing about Monty and Co. because they're a family, but they're a blended family because so many kids now come from blended families, and it does show, as Nigel was saying. Thing. You know, you do fall out sometimes, but you try your best to get together and sing a jolly song. <laughs> <laughs> There's always, always a, res a resolution at the end of each episode, so it's never left hanging in the air. If something goes wrong, then it's always resolved. But apparently it is it is a continuing drama, so there are links with one episode to the next? No. Or, or well, when isn't? we say it's, it's not so much a continuing ah. drama, let's, let's call it a mini-comedy drama. So it's not like, who killed? No, <laughs> no, no. no, no, no. One of the no. puppets has been suddenly found. <laughs> uh, that's a very good idea for a series. <laughs> there you go, there you go. No, it's, uh, there's a lot of comedy. In the same way Pipkins and, well, we say the Muppets and all the rest, yeah. because uh, and Chuckle Vision, because kids love comedy. And they're faster than, than adults in getting the laugh. Well, we're almost at the end of our show featuring Gail Reynard and Nigel Plaskett. But, you know, I was thinking about something. And apropos of Monty and Co, <laughs> Eddie the Blue Elephant inventor, you know, the one with the small ears. If you're listening, if you're looking to recycle stuff, mate, come no further than Beckton E6, my manor. The neighbours are so lovely and accommodating. If they have anything to recycle, say, for example a mattress, or a shopping trolley, then they just leave it out in the street. <laughs> it's so kind of them. Some people are so thoughtful. <laughs> Sorry, I'm filling up. <laughs> That's better. Scratch and sniff. So, Gail and Nigel, this all sounds absolutely fantastic. The very best of luck with it. What an exciting project. It is exciting, I think, uh, particularly because the online market in preschool is beginning to explode. That's really seriously where everything is going. And uh, children uh, watching on tablets and on phones and uh, all online, all streaming online. So that's what we are uh, making the effort to do.
Well, here's to it, and all I need to do now is to pass on your celebrity goodie bags. Oh, Nick, Ooh. you shouldn't have, but I'm glad you did. Where is it? That is the only thing I came here for. <laughs> oh, thank you. Fa- oh, how lovely. Oh, it's heavy. Thank you. You're no. too generous. Oh, That's well, very kind. You're only human. Thank you very can much. We, can we sell these on eBay <laughs> and put the money into the series? I think we should. Okay. <laughs> Hello, it's Monty from Monty & Co here. And now I'd like to say... Um, no, what would I like to say? <laughs> I'm a bum.